Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast presented by Twisted Tea. I'm your host, Michael Braddon. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tessie Hober? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, doing good over here, Shane. And right off the bat, got to apologize. Hey, we really are. I, I, we say it often, Shane. I don't think people realize what a work in progress, what an independent team we are. But, uh, you know, I went back and listened to the the live show. That was a great time. Uh-huh. Lots of people tuned in asking questions. So I really appreciate all that. But, yeah, I mean, my levels were off big time. So I have uh, done the workaround. That should be the last time that the audio is off. And and really, the only way we know, Shane, if we're screwing up is if in the comments people are like, hey, this, this is not sounding good. You're too loud. You're too low. Yeah. You know, fix the camera. I mean, they basically are. Everyone that listens to the show, Shane, they're, they're basically the producer of it. Yeah, absolutely, man. At what? We did that during media days, you know. We didn't even know if we were really live or not. We're texting. I'm texting flying Hawaii, and I'm like, "Is this shit even on?" You know. But uh, yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's going to be a work in progress, and, and you know, you guys know that this is family event. Uh, you guys been around for a long, long time, and we're just trying to make it better for you, uh, make it a better program so you can enjoy it. We know your time's valuable and everything. And 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 if I'm too loud, because I get it, man. I get it. My wife says it all the time, Shane, shut up, you know, turn it down a little bit. If you need us, if you need me to turn it down, just be sure to let me know. And we'll, we'll, we'll do that next time on the live show. So be sure to be there. It was awesome. A lot of people showed up. Don't forget, yeah. we're going to do this every Sunday at six o'clock uh, Easter time. So be sure to jump on and hang out with us. Yeah, I can't wait. Well, and we really can't wait, Shane, because we are less than two weeks away from some SEC football with Vanderbilt and Hawaii kicking off here in, in, what is it, 12 days. And the rest of the SEC, except Florida will be a little bit earlier, but the rest of the SEC, Shane, 19 days away. Mm -hmm. And the reason we bring that up, them damn pesky Longhorn Shane are trolling <laughs> A&M 19 days away from college football. And, of course, they used the Justin Tucker kick to beat A&M in the last time those two faced. And I just really wanted to, to highlight this, Shane, not to, not to bury A&M. We're going to talk a little A&M here in just a second. But just the fact that all the, the decade of trolling on social media, online, it's it's not over yet. We're getting yeah. close, but I cannot wait for all the all the back and forth on social media to it finally, finally, finally being decided on the field in 2024. And who knows, Shane? I mean, I know this is a crazy thing to even suggest, but if both those teams exceed expectations this year, they could meet in a bowl game and possibly a college football playoff game i mean yeah wouldn't that be the ultimate after years and years of not playing finally coming together as conference foes but oh yeah right before that they meet in uh you know a, a game that could decide a national champion i mean how great would that be dude that would be i mean if you want to talk about picture perfect i think next year is going to be awesome i'm looking forward to that matchup we talked about the the new schedules and everything but it's like 
before that season kicks, there's still a chance that you can meet in a – I hope it's nothing crazy. I hope it's like a college football playoff or something like that. If yeah. Short of that, I don't want to see it till next year, Mike. But it's going to be a, <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a matchup, and I love it because, you know, I've – I'm not going to say it's been one-sided, but obviously we talk to a lot more Texas A&M fans than we do Texas. And uh, and it's so funny because if I have a serious conversation with somebody for, let's just say, two minutes, out of those two-minute serious conversation, Texas is going to leak in somewhere along the way. So <laughs> even though they're not currently in the conference and they haven't played and, and forever, they still got them on their mind. And that's what I love about this rivalry. I can't wait to see it in action. Right. And, you know, Shane, I mean, we remember we talked about it with uh, Joe Cook down there at SEC Media Days. We can't assume that they're going to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. That's a wild thing to assume. But let's say it does happen mm-hmm. and they go undefeated or, or, or win their conference and beat Alabama, however that shapes out. I mean, Texas is going to punch their ticket to the playoff. No, that's the toughest game, week two of the season. And I know I'm down on Alabama. I'm about the only one, Shane. But let's say Alabama loses that game, but then, you know, wins the West, wins the SEC or something like that. I mean, that's certainly a possibility as well. Right. Maybe I'm talking myself out of this already, but I'm trying to figure out a path to A&M making the playoff. They would have to probably win the conference as well. But they have the talent is the point I'm trying to make. A&M's got the talent. No, No one's projecting them short of Desmond Howard, like he did last year, to make the college football playoff. But it wouldn't stun us if they maximize that potential. And that's kind of why I'm throwing that out there, because I know I say a lot of crazy things, Shay, but I don't think Texas and Texas A&M in a playoff is that crazy. No, I mean, crazy is not making a bowl game, Mike. That's crazy. <laughs> so them making, I mean, I was there. I was the guy that had these guys in a, in an SEC championship and winning. You know, so yeah. I, I understand, and I do that because you know it's easy to get uh, it's, it's easy to get emotionally and caught up in, into the roster, like you mentioned. You know, and that roster is is solid, brother. It's it's top tier, it's top shelf SEC play, and and so at the end of the year, if I told you to make a college football playoff, you don't say it's crazy. You'd say crazy if they went back to back with no bowl games, though. Right. Well, speaking of crazy, Shane, brought to you by Manscaped. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are saying crazy because if you missed it i know what you didn't shane because you're the biggest mizzou hober out there <laughs> in the great state of tennessee but the tigers shane just had a coup of a recruiting win that has caught a lot of sec fans off guard because five star number one overall prospect shane according to on three and and i think 24 7 sports has got him number two overall in the country defense alignment Williams Anawari, I believe is how you say that name, Shane, just picked Missouri over Georgia, back-to-back defending champion over Oklahoma, over Tennessee, and virtually everybody in the country had sent an offer to Williams Anawari. And, Shane, I put it out there on Twitter, and, and I don't think this is even debatable. I mean, this is the biggest win of the Drinkowitz era. And the thing that I'm kind of... I guess it's somewhat to be expected, Shane, but the thing that is surprising me is just all the hate that Drake and Missouri is getting after this commitment 
of the nation's number one prospect. And these are the same people, Shane, that bitch and moan that college football is Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State and Clemson in the playoff every year. Yet they're going to complain when number one prospect out of Missouri stays at home and wants to play for Missouri, wants to better Missouri. And I get it. I'm not naive, Shane. They've changed the NIL laws to make it an advantage for Missouri. Well, again, more power to them because they're paying their coach $6 million a year, and he's not earned that. So I got no problem. Whatever they want to throw at the number one prospect in the country, it's legal. And when we celebrate Tennessee getting a quarterback – when we celebrate Ole Miss getting all these transfer quarterbacks, when we celebrate K.J. Jefferson not going to the NFL because Arkansas is taking care of him NIL, on and on and on. I could pick all any one of these teams short of Vanderbilt. They're all doing it. This is the SEC. You have to do it to be competitive. But I just think it's the height of stupidity to sit here and complain and say, oh, well, he's just getting that bag. He's going to transfer in a year. He may not even – get to Missouri. I think these moves need to be celebrated. Otherwise, he's just going to line up in Georgia. And I I get it. If you're a Georgia fan, you know, you wanted them. But you got 25 stars down there. This Mizzou's going to have two now. So I don't think this ruins college football. I think it makes college football better. And I'm just kind of disgusted by these people that are getting mad over it. I'm disgusted you took the wind out of my sails, Mike, because this is a this is exactly where I was gonna go, you know, because he's not going to Georgia, he's not going to Ohio State, he's not going to Alabama, enter, you know, blue chip powerhouse, because <laughs> college football's changing, man, and, and we knew NIL was gonna be a part of it. But this is the good part, in my opinion. Don't yeah. you want this? Don't you want every Saturday to be a battle? Or do you just want two or three teams to just dominate? Now, obviously, if you're one of those teams, that's what you'd like. But, you know, there's reason that five-star athletes are going to Tennessee. There's reason that five-star athletes are going to t- uh, Missouri. There's, re- you know, Texas saying it, oh, so on and so forth. Yeah, Auburn's still in a couple. It's just South Carolina. Mm-hmm. There's reasons that they're doing it. And I think this is better for the product. If you want to see – you know, freaking 88, 80 bears, you know, over and over again. Sure. Yeah. Sign up for that. But I'm not, I want competition. I want a little, especially with our sec expanding to, to, to more teams. I want, I want every Saturday to be a game. I want those season ticket holders to get their money's worth. I want those folks that take off Saturday to watch college football all day get their money's worth. That's that's what it's all about, man. It's not about blowing somebody out 40 points. It's about these kids staying at home fighting for your your state. This is a Mizzou mm-hmm. kid. You talk about getting behind them. This is going to put more butts in the seat in that stadium, and it's going to make it a better environment. So, Now, to be fair, I, I don't like when Mizzou's still in Tennessee recruits, but <laughs> I will say – that this is big and this is good for college football, man. Yeah, I, I saw a graphic, Shane. There right now, there are thirteen schools in the country that have a five-star committed, and nine of the thirteen are SEC schools. <laughs> and, and that counts. I'm counting Texas and Oklahoma already because these are when these recruits sign officially. I mean, these will be SEC schools now. So yeah, uh, throwing them into the mix there, but. I mean, it just it just goes to show, Shane. I mean, the SEC is where it's at, and that's where we invest in in these types of things. And it and, and it's just gonna. This is what I said, Shane, when we expanded. Yes, some schools are looking at it like, my God, the the toughest is getting tougher. Yes, but also 
these elite prospects, they're not going to go to Big yeah. Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, which may not even exist anymore. They're coming to the SEC, and that has already proven to be the case. Mike, and I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. There's, there's a handful of teams that have – been those fringe programs and, and and not relevant, even though they should be, and they're running with this NIL. I, I'm looking at that bag of chips to your side. It's the first time I ever see branding like that mm-hmm. came out of Mizzou. I, I've seen pizzas floating around now, you know, with Mizzou players on it. I, I I'm seeing states changing their laws so these kids i mean you know they're they're doing these these things because that's what they can do right now that's their competitive edge they can't be like a like a georgia or an alabama they got to be creative and by god they've been creative and it's starting to pay off and man you get recruits like this to your campus it's going to change your trajectory in the sec Mm -hmm. now shane staying on a similar theme so we are going to uh, have an interview, not on this episode, but scheduled for the next one. Our buddy Brett Sianka, Pick 6 Previews, the outstanding college football preview magazine. You know, I, I cannot recommend it enough, all our listeners. Not only, obviously, SEC, but you're going to learn a lot about the non-conference opponents and, and all the other Power 5 teams with Brett, who's, who's a solo show, a solo uh, product himself. I cannot imagine the the hours he spends putting his magazine together, and he he converses with uh, all the Power Five coaches, Shane, to get it done. But I'm teasing that a little bit because he has got something in his book, Shane, that I think is outstanding, and I can't wait to discuss it a little bit further with him. But I thought it it would just be interesting to look at this, Shane. He's got a metric he calls developer rankings, mm-hmm. and he's done it for every SEC team. And what this is, Shane, he's looked at the recruiting rankings from 2016 to 2019 and why those years, because those are the players that have moved on to the NFL in the last couple drafts. Mm-hmm. And he compares those recruiting classes to the draft classes of 2020 through 2023. So are you with me so far? Yes. Eighty percent, eighty percent. I'm not gonna lie, Mike. Eighty percent there. <laughs> so he's just, he's just essentially just looking at who are you signing, how yeah. how good are they regarded, and how many prospects have you turned into draftable players that have been drafted in the NFL. So here's a ranking, Shane, and this this will probably blow your mind. But this is also a case. Again, I'm not sitting here bashing Alabama. I'm not bashing Georgia. Georgia's got number one class, Shane. Alabama's probably going to get number two. They're going to get theirs. Right. But I think these developer rankings show you don't have to go to Alabama or Georgia exclusively and get to the NFL. And how about this, Shane? Number one in the SEC, I'll let you guess here. I won't have you guess for all these, but who do you think is number one in the SEC? Again, this is a short window, but we're just looking at the last four years, taking in recruits and mm-hmm. turning them into draft players in the NFL. And it's not even really close. There's one that stands out above the rest of the SEC, and it's not Alabama and it's not Georgia. Hmm. I'm going to go, Mike. That's a tough one, brother. Um, Let's go South Carolina. Oh, you were very close. It's Kentucky. Kentucky is uh, (laughs) number one in the SEC. And according to Brett's model, whatever, uh, 10th in the entire college football, Kentucky. They take 
And, and that's probably a product of signing a lot of three stars and, and turning them into NFL prospects. But that is, you know, to the credit of Mark Stoops and company. But you're right. South Carolina's number two, Shane. So you, yeah. were, you were right there. South Carolina's done an outstanding job getting lower ranked players, getting them to the NFL. I, w- I would imagine this metric also, you know, four stars, five stars, getting them to the NFL. Florida, Shane, number three in the oh. SEC. And you're Missouri Tigers, number four. <laughs> so there you go, Williams. You know, get you to the NFL via Missouri. Uh, LSU's next on the list. And then here's where Georgia and Alabama are the next six and seven. And again, I, this metric is not how many guys you send into the NFL because Georgia and Alabama would be one and two. Right. But they're signing so many five stars, so many four stars. That's going to make it tough. It, yeah, exactly. It makes it a little bit tougher. So I, I just want to throw that caveat in there. Auburn is next at uh, number 42 in the country. Tennessee and Ole Miss tied next. With their 45th in the country. Mississippi State, A&M, Vandy, and Arkansas. So those are your numbers, Shane. And I threw in Oklahoma and Texas, too, just for fun. Texas? 68 they would have ranked dead last in the sec and that that gives you an indication you know all the talent they've wasted down there uh-huh. in austin but uh oklahoma would rank 32 so that would be f- tied for fifth in the sec so oklahoma's done a lot better job in texas getting guys into the nfl but i just thought you know again further evidence you don't all have to go to the same schools to get to the nfl you can do it at any sec school you know what yeah, I'm, you always wondered if if you change your name. You ever seen people do that? Like they change their name throughout. Like all of a sudden they 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 go by a different name or a different mm-hmm. nickname they like so much. And the only reason I'm bringing that up is because when you talk about Arkansas there at the bottom, I'm thinking about like how many guys named Chad changed their <laughs> name because of what he did to that damn program. Change oh, it man. to Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's very good. That's exactly right. Like a phoenix, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they're they not going to be at the end for very much longer. I promise you that. Yeah, interesting stats, though. I, I always like that. I think development schools don't get enough credit, and, and that's one of the things that you're seeing a little bit more lately with with the transfers and everything like that it's it's kind of hard to judge these developmental schools you know what i'm saying it's right. almost like development is i'm not going by the wayside but you mentioned alabama and georgia the, there's there's several athletes on that roster that were five star that end up going somewhere else and being contributors and finding their way into the nfl you know it's just it, it that that stat's going to be harder and harder to judge as as you know, the portal becomes such a, a big part of SEC football. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's a great point by you, Shane, as always. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's brought to you by SEC Mike. This nice right, thoughts Shane. of the day. So <laughs> The preseason AP poll is out. Last week we did the coaches poll, and that went over so well. Again, we don't sit here and talk too much polling, but it is preseason. This is about the only one that we'll get into other than uh, the college football playoff poll when that comes out in late October, early November. But just wanted to throw this at you, buddy, here because, once again, I got some interesting thoughts on the AP poll. 
the most overlooked team in the country, Shane, according to Kirby Smart. Georgia, number one in a poll, <laughs> got 60 first-place votes. Only SEC team to get a first-place vote. And the other one is like Ohio State got like three votes, and I think Michigan got one. So basically everybody's got Georgia, number one in the country. And and I did see this, Shane, I, th- I think the last uh, – I think it was 16 years, the team that debuted number one in the AP poll, only two have gone on to win the national championship. So there's that disrespect Georgia <laughs> needed. I, I gave it right back to them. Alabama, number four, according to the AP poll. LSU, number five. Mm-hmm. Texas, number 11, which they finished. I, I went back and looked, Shane. They finished twenty-five in the in the final AP poll last year, so that's a big jump. I don't I don't know if I get fully on board with that. <laughs> I know we're not bashing Texas anymore, but that's interesting. Tennessee, number twelve. How about this, Shane? Only Power Five team in the entire country that won eleven games last season and did not make the top ten. <sighs> So there you go. There's your ammunition right there to get mad at the AP poll. Uh, Oklahoma, 20 in the preseason poll. Ole Miss, 22. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M, 23. So at the Aggie, Shane, ranked in both polls, which I thought was interesting. Others receiving votes, Shane, South Carolina, 27. They finished last year, 23. So they, they probably should be ranked. Arkansas, 30. Kentucky, 33. Auburn, 37. Mississippi State, 41, Shane. They, they, ended, they ended last year number 20 in the country. I don't understand the – They ain't got no beat riders putting in a ballot here. <laughs> What's going on over there? Our boy Steph, he's the only one that voted Mississippi State in the top 25. He's an AP voter, so so credit to him. He knows what he's talking about. And, and then last but not least, Florida. 42. So Missouri did not even, they're not even in the others receiving votes. What's up with that? Oh my God. You know what I love? The, the only thing I love about the AP is that you got to put your name on it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and they pulled that grid up and I'm getting my glasses and I'm trying to figure out who the hell had Tennessee so low. Of course it was a Kentucky guy, you know? So that, that's just how it, how it happens. But I, I will say this, you know how I feel about any type of poll before football has started. It's it's kind of a joke, but yeah. last year, to give you an example, Mike, if you look at the AP poll last year before kickoff, there are five teams that finished the season in the top ten that weren't even on the poll. You know what I'm saying? So just to give yeah. you a reference, that's that's half of the top ten that ended the season were not at on the poll to begin the season. So that shows you what you can do with this list, Mike. Well, I think I know two of them, Shane. I, I just real quickly wanted to highlight coming some of the uh, non-conference teams that the SEC will be playing, particularly right out the gate, because there's a, a number of them are ranked, Shane. Not going to be ranked by the end of the year. Florida State number eight. They're opening, <laughs> of course, LSU, and, and they play Florida in the regular season finale. Clemson, number nine. There's another candidate to not be mm. ranked by the end of the year. Utah, 14, they play, of course, Florida in the opener. So just Kansas State, 16. Shane, they're losing to Mizzou week three. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> North Carolina, 21, which plays South Carolina, of course, in the opener. And then Tulane, Shane, number 24. The big green wave. In the country, yeah. And they play, they host Ole Miss week two. So we got us, uh, you know, several 
high-profile ranked games right out the gate. And that's all this is. They're just trying to hype up these damn games yeah. anyway. You know what? <laughs> well, absolutely. And that's that's what you hang the banners for at the end of the year. And then you find out that the team that was fifth ended up losing four games. So we don't talk about that part. We just talk about top five victories, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing that's so foolish anyway, Shane. I mean, so South Carolina's not ranked, right? Right. But they played North Carolina, who is ranked. So – you would assume should South Carolina win that game, they'll be ranked, but that's no guarantee because these polls, who the yeah. hell knows? But what I really wanted to say, Shane, and again, I realize we can't, <laughs> we, we can't even suggest Georgia's going to lose a football game, but let's say South Carolina does beat Georgia, Shane. Georgia number one, week three, South Carolina unranked. Shouldn't South Carolina then be number one in the country? But, but yeah. we know we know yeah. that won't happen, right? So, right again, that and I I bet you, Shane, this is how stupid these polls are. Georgia, if they lost to South again, they're not going to. I get it, but if Georgia lost at home to South Carolina, I bet you Georgia would be ranked higher than South Carolina in the new poll. <laughs> of course they would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's. Don't get me started on this stuff, Mike. You're trying to draw me in. I'm trying to have a good day, and you want to talk about these damn ranks. You know, people put Clemson in there because they recognize the logo. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, right. I've talked to this. It's just that old, well, they surely are going to be good this year. It's just that's what a lot of these guys do, especially with teams they don't follow or, or, or cover. So, mm-hmm. so I, I've, whatever, whatever. You could put them wherever you want, but it, I always like the, the, the analogy a neutral field and that's one of the beautiful things about an expanded playoff because you know at the end of the year when they, when these polls actually matter like college football playoff rankings and stuff like mm-hmm. that you know how many times have we walked away and say you know what UCF should have been in there, you know, or some some bullshit team that obviously shouldn't be in the in the top ten discussion. Well, now you're gonna have to put up or shut up. And when they get blown out on national TV, we're gonna say, well, maybe they weren't a top ten. And I think these polls start adjusting accordingly because sometimes there's these conference teams that just don't get to play you know true playoff contenders like a like an sec program or something you know so i expect that to change here about at least i'd say year two year three of the expanded playoffs yeah they would never do this shane but i've always thought it'd be a lot smarter to have no rankings until i don't know maybe a month into the season maybe six weeks into the season to, to accurately grade some of these teams i think that's a that's the correct way to do it that's the most accurate but again, then we'd have, you know, Georgia versus South Carolina, no no numbers next to their name, and and I guess they assume people wouldn't tune in. None of these teams in the SEC got to be ranked. We're watching every damn game. You know what? Oh yeah, that's <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, and I mean, too, you could say that about anything. Any of these watch lists and stuff like that, especially yeah. quarterbacks that maybe haven't had that opportunity. Like, why is Beck on there? Why why is you know even I. I you go to Tennessee, you know, it's like, why, why are they putting these guys on there when they haven't really got a good start? It's like, let's, let's look at this full body of proof this season, four or five games into it. Then we come out with a Heisman watch list or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think it just makes too much sense. That's why they don't do it, Shane. 
God, this is fringe talking season shit, Mike. And I, I'm like, we're out of that. Don't we got some news to get to? <laughs> well, we do, buddy. But real quick, brought to you by Manscaped. Don't forget to head on over to manscaped.com slash SEC podcast. Put in that promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order, Shane, over at manscaped.com. You want to help the podcast stay independent, head on over to Manscaped, and don't forget to use that promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order and free international shipping over there. Get you a beard trimmer pro over at manscaped.com, promo code SEC. Can't get any easier than that. You know what? What if I just started shaving during that segment, you know? <laughs> Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch. 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by Game Time. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code that SEC T H A T S E C for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Game time is the place for the last minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to gametime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code that SEC for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem that SEC for twenty bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Uh, well, all right, Chase. So hey, we're short on clips on this episode, but man. Some rough news uh, broke here. Yeah. It was late Sunday evening, but has since been confirmed. Texas A&M freshman tight end Donovan Green out for the season. ACL injury. He was a freshman All-American. And this one of the guys we were looking at, Shane, to be an instrumental piece in Bobby Petrino's offense. So a weapon goes down for them. Aggies, just, this is the, the news you just hate to hear this time of year. You know what? Yeah, I mean, because that's really part of the reason we had such a dysfunctional season last year was injuries. And uh, you really hate this because, like you said, we were expecting him to be a key contributor throughout the season. So uh, maybe they can have some more boys step up. But, yeah, this is definitely not not the news you want to hear. Right. But the good news, Shane, I mean, they're feeling pretty good about their tight ends. You got to remember just a year ago they signed Jake Johnson, number one tight end, prospect in the country his brother max of course is a quarterback down there and brad's in the sidelines with a tv camera on him so let's kick it over to jim Shane, who talks about the the depth and how losing a player like donovan green that 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 hurts bad but 
it's not going to kill their depth at tight end because they've done such a good job with that position in recent recruiting classes. It's a big loss, but what kind of camp, Howard, in terms of your tight end depth, been Jake, very Theo pleased with those that. guys, how they're doing. I mean, Max, we held Max out of the scrimmage. He had a toes banged up a little bit. We got it healed up completely, and he'll be ready to go. Jake Johnson's had a really good camp. Theo caught, I think, eight balls in the scrimmage, seven or eight balls in the scrimmage. I think he's played really – I mean, he's really starting to grow and emerge. you got guards in that position. Uh, and what we're trying to do, and then bringing Jaden Platt's another young guy that we got a lot of reps in there that's doing well. So, you know, as far as you hate losing Donovan, I mean, that's a very experienced, really good player, and you don't want to lose anybody. But these guys here have really had good camps. I mean, and Donovan was nicked out in the beginning. He wasn't even running with the ones, you know, for a while because he was nicked up coming off an injury from spring and getting on his ankle. So those other guys were playing really well, and we have good yes. numbers there. To your point, though, I mean – this is why we like A&M, because they are so deep and because right. all football teams are going to suffer injuries. And, uh, you know, I, again, lo- losing a key player like this, we cannot diminish that. But A&M, as long as other people emerge, I mean, they, they should be just fine. Yeah, uh, again, there's, I think there's a couple of areas you you really want to watch, you know, as far as injuries that they can't afford them as much, you know, maybe linebacker or something like that. But, but other than that, dude, like you said, the, you're replacing it with the number one tied in in the class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who else has that luxury? So I I, I think A and M's gonna be fine here. But again, this is this is. This, to make a college football playoff run, Mike, to, to go to an SEC championship, it takes a few miracles. And one of them is avoiding injury bugs. And if you have them, having somebody that steps, steps into that role that doesn't hinder the program. And I think in this situation, that's where A&M is. But mm-hmm. again, you know, this is that time of year and you just got your fingers crossed and just praying to God they, they stay safe and healthy. But, uh, but that's part of football, man. Yeah. Well, Shane, I thought this was interesting, too, the, the only other clip we got here. But, uh, you know, now that uh, A&M's ranked in the coaches poll, they're ranked in the AP poll and all the, you know, the fans all off season. Let's come in quiet. Let's, you know, let no expectations. <laughs> let's keep it easy. We're, we're in camp here. And one of the reporters says, hey, Jimbo, you know, the, the national championships right down the street here. How excited would it be to be play the championship in the state of Texas? Let's kick it over to Jimbo. Yeah, so Houston. Well, I, I guess I would count in that road. I guess. Yeah, it's all new because a true yeah. national championship game has only been around for how long? So. Yeah. But so in that sense, I don't think Houston ever That'd be has. neat. I'm all that, for it. Is that something that you even <laughs> – I'm all for it. Put a picture in the locker room or anything? You know, no, it's 100 well, miles away. Wait, wait, sometimes you do. We got, well, you, you have those goals, but what, what you got to do is – those are your goals. Now you got to go back to your habits and the process of making your – do your daily habits match your goals? And that's, and that's, but those are ultimate things that we'll talk. We'll, we'll, we'll retouch. We did at the beginning of camp and we'll retouch on those before, about two weeks before again. We'll retouch on all of our goals and aspirations and see how our camp has done it. And then we'll put the emphasis on where we're going to do and what we're going to be. So, hope after this week going back in. But those are things you do. You put pictures of them, you put signs of them. I mean, always reminders of things that are important in your, in your program that you think can get you there. Mark, easy drive. <laughs> yep. Save some money on travel. Well, Shay, the main reason I really wanted to play this because he didn't give us the old coach speak that a lot of these guys do. You know, we're we're focused on Sam Houston State. One game at a time, you know. (laughs) You know, that would be a short drive for us. I mean, 
That would be wild, right? Yeah, I mean, I, save, save them some money. I like it. Keep it in, inside the state there. So I like that. Uh, didn't Georgia do this? Like their first one, wasn't it in the Georgia Dome? So it's uh-huh. like hey, it's like a home field. So I'm not saying that's what's going to happen here, but <laughs> if the stars align, you may have a, a little home field advantage. Right, and I swear I did not realize this when I threw it out there, Shane, but that Texas, Texas A&M playoff game. Let's just make it a national championship in the state of Texas. <laughs> it literally could not get any bigger than that. And, uh, I mean, personally, that's kind of what I'm rooting for now that I, I see all the, the pieces colliding here. You know what? Absolutely, man. It's it's so fun. We, we haven't even had kickoff. We're already talking about national championships, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, buddy, you got anything else uh, before we hop off the line? No, no. Uh, uh, stay tuned in. Uh, again, we had a great time on the live show Sunday. We're going to do that again next Sunday. Um, yep. I will say this. Getting a lot of people asking me about the beer koozies, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's time for that, that, that plug. If you want a beer koozie, it's very, very simple. Give us a five-star review. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Take a screenshot of both of those. Send it to thatsecpodcast at gmail.com with your address and your team, again, your address. If we <laughs> don't know where you live, the important part. <laughs> yeah, you'd be amazed how many times that's left off. Send those screenshots in, and we'll be able to send you a koozie ASAP. Uh, we're, we've we've got all the teams. The only one we haven't got in yet is the Texas and Oklahoma, uh, but those should be soon, I, I would imagine. So, if if you Sooners or Longhorns want to go ahead and send in your review, we'll we'll save you in the email drafts, and, and as soon as we get those in, we'll send them out to you. But yeah, uh, appreciate everybody hanging out with us and all the support that that you've you've given us over the years and. Uh, I don't know, man. Them koozies are awesome. I'm not going to lie. I like drinking. I saw one today. Uh, what was it? Was it a baseball game or something like yeah, that? We've, we've been seeing a lot of baseball games. Yeah. Lot, I can't wait, though, for tailgates and in the Oh, yeah. When they're inside the SEC stadiums, that there's nothing better than that. You know what? No, I love it. I love it. And I think they're undefeated. So I'm not saying they're good <laughs> luck charms, but they are. So if you like winning, get a koozie so that you'll never lose again. Exactly. Well, brother, I appreciate you. As always, I appreciate all the cousins out there. We'll catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go balls. Stop stealing our recruits, Mizzou. Or I'm not going to be a fan anymore. <laughs> Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the pirate, and the pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.